Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco, all proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go on a Monday, ready to go, moving toward the end of NFL preseason. College football starts next weekend live in Los Angeles. It's The Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day one hour from now. We do it every Monday all year where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. Could admit both. J-Mac. Uh, tornado warnings, uh, earthquake, uh, storms. We are here Monday. Los Angeles is very wet. Be safe out there, everybody. Inland Empire, coast, city, wherever you're at. Wet. It was windy. And um, so I watched more preseason, and I'm ready for the season. Yeah, are you? Wow, excellent. Any big, massive sweeping takeaways? Are you on the <laughs> Aiden O'Connell bandwagon? <laughs> <laughs> I do like him. Yes, you do. Uh, let's start with this. Sports is emotion. That's what it is. So I get fallen for the hype. I mean, sometimes you got to fall for stuff, right? you got to be willing, vulnerable, and fall for the hype. But then in life, you get, uh, you get data. Like, uh, I understand you fell in love with cryptocurrency. You know, there was COVID. You're at home. Maybe you had some payouts. You're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm going to spend money. But you know now it's not going to replace Wall Street. You know, Bitcoin will probably be around for a long time. A lot of it's just a scam. NFT. I knew you think digital monkeys are a great investment. And after a while, you realize they're not. Don't double down on it. Sometimes you just got to admit, hey, I fell for the hype. I fell for optimism, hype, sports. I understand it. We all do it. Nobody's perfect, you know, except on the Internet. Nobody's perfect. It's okay. But uh, you got to come clean after a while. Trey Lance is not going to be the starting quarterback for San Francisco. Probably not going to be the backup. It's okay. Not for this team and not now. He was very competent in the second half, apparently. I didn't watch, but they said he was very competent against USFL guys. Who cares? On his first pass this week, 
Screen pass, white jerseys for Denver everywhere. He threw a really, really ugly pick. That's off last week's bad game. You can't throw this if you want to start for Kyle Shanahan. I'd argue you can't throw it if you want to be a backup for Kyle Shanahan. You got to dirt it. That's a bad throw off a shaky start last week. So remember what the coaches in San Francisco have seen. Brock Purdy has led them to a win in every single game he started and finished. They like winning in coaching fraternities. Sam Darnold's had the best camp by far. He's been fantastic, and they like him. And then Trey Lance had a bad pick after struggling last week. It's over. It's okay. It is okay to fall for the hype. We're all human. We all fall in love. Doesn't mean it's going to be marriage. But when you get data, when you get proof, this camp, these games, he's a number three. He's not starting for this team. It's okay. So, and remember, the Niners went out and got Sam Darnold pretty early in free agency. So they clearly, as an organization, pinpointed Darnold. They didn't wait around for him to fall to them. They went, sought him, seeking him, got him. That matters. They brought him in to start or be a backup. They didn't bring him in to be at the end of the bench. So um, it's okay. I understand it. Digital monkeys, cryptocurrency, it is okay to fall for stuff. But don't double down on it. Everybody now is trying to win an argument. Trey Lance is not going to be the starter. He makes too many mistakes. And it's, it's just, it's one of those things where it could be somewhere. It's just not here for this team on the Super Bowl roster because they are very good and very good right now. I still contend, I still contend Sam Darnold's had the best camp. Um, you know, Sam Darnold looks like a starting quarterback in the NFL to me. Doesn't mean he's going to be given the opportunity. He got that with the Jets, and he got that with Carolina. I doubt he gets the third opportunity. But he's at a really good camp. He remains big, coachable, strong, mobile. And what do you know? With a competent head coach and weapons, he's really accurate. Brock Purdy's going to get the start because of last year. Darnold's had the best camp. He's been great. He's been absolutely great. If, if this was Sam Darnold's rookie camp, people would be going gaga. You've seen him fail. You've seen him struggle with bad organizations, so you're not going to get that hyped up for it. But you got to just take a deep breath. They found their guy in Purdy. They found a gem they don't have to pay for years, and they found a really, really capable former starter who could start for them in a pinch, Sam Darnold. Trey Lance, good kid, 59% completion percentage, four touchdowns, three picks in his career starting in the regular season or the preseason. We, we got it now. We know what cryptocurrency is. It's not going to save the world. Okay, we, we got proof. We've watched. We've watched six different starts, I think. It is what it is. All right, so the Russell Wilson Denver situation, Sean Payton. All right, let's get to the good news. Russell Wilson's not washed. He's lost weight. He's still elusive. After Michael Vick and Cam, he's the third leading rushing quarterback ever. He's lost weight, he's moving, he's elusive, he had a couple scripted plays, he had an ad lib, he was running around the field, and it looks pretty good, right? So in life, lean into your strength. His strength is moving. Number three rushing quarterback ever. He looked fast. And Sean Payton's teams generally get better as the season progresses. His November-December record's better than his September, so we don't, wanna, we don't know what it's going to look like right out of the gate. But did you notice, I was watching the game and the announcer, uh, Greg Papa, said, hey, they're going to play Russell for a majority of the game. And by the second series, he was gone. Why? Because Russell Wilson, Sean Payton has seen enough. Sean Payton went into this thing hoping, I know I talked to him, hoping he wasn't washed. Got him to lose 15 pounds. They got their left tackle back. 
He's not washed. It's going to be fine. Denver's going to be fine. I don't know how many games they're going to win, but listen, think about this. So they had a coach that was totally over their skis. They lost their left tackle. They're in a tough division, and they lost nine games by one score. That was tied for the most in the NFL. So a shipwreck at head coach. 29th in getting plays in offense and defense. Couldn't get plays in. Couldn't manage the clock. Had to hire a guy. Disaster. Lost their left tackle. And Russell Wilson pretty much refused to run or was told not to run. One of them, I don't know. And they lost nine games by one score. So I don't need to let Russ cook. Just let him be at the table. Let him set the table. They're going to be fine. And I will say this. Sean Payton's team's in my life, always get better in November and December. That's his best winning percentage, right? So look at the early games. They get a bit of a scheduling break. They get a lot of young quarterbacks and new quarterbacks. So they open with Vegas, new quarterback. Washington, young quarterback. A couple of weeks, uh, Justin Fields, young quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, new quarterback. Then they get Green Bay, Jordan Love. Now, they got to play the Chiefs a couple times sandwiched in there. Got to go to Miami. So it's not an easy schedule, but... What they need to do is get the stink off this franchise from last year. And I see some W's. I see some W's early in the season. They may not be at Kansas City. They may not be at Buffalo. But that's mid-October. So, you know, they don't have to face Mahomes a couple of times. They don't have to face a Josh Allen till October. I watched it, and my takeaway was there's a reason Sean Payton took Russell Wilson out after the first series. He's not washed. He's lost weight. He's still fast. He's still nimble. It looks good. Their O-line just has to. Remember, we say this about O-lines. It's the, it's the unit that takes the longest to learn how to play together. So their O-line was wonky last week. It's still not great. But I watched it. You watched it. He's not washed. He can still make the throws. Give him time. Last week, he was 5-for-5 five five when he had time to throw. He ran around. He was fast. And Sean got him out of there. Here was Sean talking midweek about Russell. His movement skills uh, have been impressive. So his off-schedule plays, every practice, you know, you, you see an example, one or two, and, and it really forces the receivers then to get in concert. You know, if you're not open in the initial route progression and the pocket moves one way, you got to move with it. Um, his, his location's been really good. I, I think the last week and a half, two weeks have been um, really impressive. Smart people figure stuff out eventually. Sean's really smart. Last week, look choppy. This week, oh, first series, better. It's good. He saw it. Get him off the field. Don't, don't have some second, third teamer hit a knee. Get him out. He's not washed. It's all good. They'll be fine. Don't know how many games they're going to win. 9, 10, 11. I don't know. Are they going to be healthy? The O-line's better. Going to take time to figure it out, but they're going to be fine. Some Jordan Love thoughts today as well. Mark Schlereth later in the show will talk about the Denver experiment. Uh, I will say this. After watching it, though, uh, I've seen enough preseason. I've seen a couple of guys I really like. Everybody that's supposed to be good is good. I wanted to see if Russell Wilson was done. I saw him run around. He's not done. He's fine. It's a matter of giving him some protection in the pocket. He can still move. He's lost weight. You know, Cam and Michael Vick's runs, those are the leading quarterback rushers in the history of the sport. Cam and Michael Vick, but they were spectacular runs. And whereas Russell's not a burner like Vick, and he doesn't overpower you like Cam. And I think sometimes forget that Russell's really more of an elusive guy buying time to throw. So Michael Vick would peel off a 50-yarder and be faster than all the corners and linebackers. Cam would run over people like Josh Allen. Whoa! Russell's number three all time. 
and Vix and Cam are done. He's still got plenty of years left to run around. He could become the first or second leading quarterback rusher of all time, but he's not a burner and he's not running over people. And so it's about, does he have the elusiveness and the quickness to buy time, outrun the D end, outrun the linebacker. Once Sean Payton saw it, hit the bench. We're good. Let's get to the season. So I felt good with it. Jay Mack, that's my hot take. Thoughts on Jordan Love around the corner, Anthony Richardson? Listen, I don't think that's very hot on uh, Denver. Um, I saw a stat that they had the most injuries of any team in the league last year, like the offensive line, offensive starters, defense, more beat up than any other team. Yeah. And they blew four fourth-quarter leads. Yeah. You know, Hackett had no clue what he was doing, Right. obviously. Coaching staff issues. Like, all of a sudden, you give them four more wins. Is this like a 10-win team? That's what it feels like to me. That's what, it feels like Sean Payton last week, he wanted to get his offensive line enough work together, first team guys who are playing. Let me see, let's get, let's go, let's end on a high note. Did, got him out. And then this week it was like, he talked about how he saw Russell in practice every day, a couple plays going, wow. He saw a couple of yeah. wow moves, got him out, I'm done. They're ready to play now. Health is one of those things, Colin. Remember the Rams two years ago. Healthiest team, healthiest offensive line. Yeah, nobody got hurt. Win the Super Bowl. You know who was healthy last year? The Eagles. Healthy offensive line, get to the Super Bowl. You know, Broncos were not healthy, had no chance. Hackett, Denver could turn around. The problem is that division, man. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. We, do you Chargers? trust the Raiders? Do you trust the Chargers? I don't either. I, I trust Justin Herbert, but uh, I don't know about their head coach. There you go. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, 
time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oh, Packer fans are going crazy. So last week I said, I mean, Jordan Love, this is preseason, so you know we all temper some of our expectations. Uh, you don't know that much, but last week I said, Jordan Love's been in this league now four years. He missed a wide-open tight end underneath route badly. That's what coaches remember. That's like a real NFL throw. And so this week he was pretty good against the first-team New England defense, but a, remember, a reminder, he has had 18 dropbacks in the NFL and no pressures. He has the best protection so far in the preseason because the Packers do O-line play, as I've been banging on for six years, really, really well. So I said last week, Jordan Love's got two tremendously beneficial assets, a smart young offensive coach and a great O-line. So he shouldn't flail. He should be fine. Looks a little bit like a game manager to me. But Mitch Trubisky made the playoffs in this same division. Yes, he did, when he had an offensive coach and decent protection. The year he made the playoffs, PFF, we checked this morning, had the Bears' O-line at 11th by the end of the year. So no young quarterback is going to have more time to throw, arguably, than Jordan Love, and no young quarterback will have an offensive coach with a winning record of 71%, except Jordan Love. So last year, Aaron Rodgers, who wouldn't come to camp, had a choppy beginning, and then got hot around Thanksgiving. My prediction has been months ago, Jordan will start pretty well because nobody has film on him. Offenses can be ahead of defenses in September. Nobody has film on him. You know, offensive coaches, element of surprise, McVay, Shanahan, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, Lafleur. Defenses are guessing a lot on what you're doing with a young quarterback. But then I think if you go look, at Green Bay schedule. I think there's absolutely a moment, and it starts with Pittsburgh November 12th. The rest of the league will then have eight games of film on Jordan Love. Then you may have an injury or two on the offense. You go to Pittsburgh. Then you have to face both Detroit and Minnesota, not at home, on the road. Then the weather in Green Bay gets worse. I think last year's Aaron season, flip it. I think Jordan will be very competent early. I mean, they face some really average teams. New Orleans, Atlanta, Chicago, Vegas, Rams. There's a lot of chances to succeed early. Mark the Pittsburgh game down. Because then you look at the defenses they face. At Pittsburgh, Chargers, uh, Giants, Tampa's front, Carolina, okay, Kansas City, top five in the league in sacks. So I think with Jordan Love... He should not flail. I think he's more game manager, but he made a nice throw up the right sideline. He's an easy thrower. He's got a nice arm, a lot of stuff in the toolbox. He's mobile. He's kind of an easy thrower. He's not a huge guy, but he, you know, he's got decent size. 
Most of the stuff has been easy underneath throws. It's a very young offense, so you got to be patient. This is a very nice throw, very easy thrower, uh, nice play. Um, I, he should not flail. He may not win 12 games. He's big enough. He's athletic. He's an easy thrower. He's got an offensive coach. 18 dropbacks in the preseason. He hasn't faced a single pressure. So that's a huge – I mean, Trubisky made the playoffs in that division with the same advantage. Offensive coach, his best O-line. So take a deep breath. It's a winnable division. I don't see him winning. But I uh, Matt LaFleur, after the game, on Jordan's improvement through camp. I've been really impressed with how he's handled himself. It's about the process, and it's about just all the little things of, of that goes into that position, the command – uh, that you have in the huddle, the, the just total command of the offense, the operation. Um, obviously, execution's a big part of that as well. And um, But I think I, we've all seen the growth over these last few years. All right, it's fun. So they open up at Chicago, which now looks like a fantastic. Again, I think the pressure's more on Justin Fields in the opener because he's 5-20. and 20. This is now his team. Fully his team for the second straight year. I don't think there's a ton of pressure on Jordan Love because we haven't seen him play. He's replacing a legend. But I would go to the Pittsburgh game. Then people are going to have eight games of film on him. Then the weather gets cold at home. Then he has to go to Minnesota and to Detroit. He doesn't get him at home like the first half. Then the season gets tougher. That's where I think we'll have a feeling somewhere about week 15, 16. We'll kind of know what we have here. He's looked very good, but it's not the real world to have 18 dropbacks and no pressures. As we've said before, Baker Mayfield on on second and four with no pressure looked like a number one pick. On third and 11, and everybody knows you're throwing, with a lot of pressure, he looks like a bust. So that's the difference. We'll watch. I can't wait. Chicago's a great opening test. You know, I, I would have said a year ago, Chicago Green Bay opener, I don't care. I can't wait for it. Like, to me, it feels like even more than Dallas Giants, I got to see the Justin Fields thing, and I got to see the Jordan Love thing. I'm fired up for that game. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Here's the headline. The Indianapolis Colts make curious decision to not play rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. Is it that curious? I'll throw a theory at you. They know what he can do because he only had 13 college starts. They know what he can do, and they know what he can't due to inexperience. So the element of surprise in September is critical, and they don't want to show him off anymore. And you say, what about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, the other rookie quarterbacks? That's different. Those are timing and rhythm pocket quarterbacks. Doesn't matter if you're facing fourth stringers, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud will succeed if the timing and rhythm in their games is sufficient. They need those reps. Anthony Richardson is a go-make-a-play guy. And so why put him out there to get hurt against some second, third-string guy? So when you have a wildly mobile athletic quarterback who's not going to tear it up timing and rhythm, he's just not. He's just not experienced it enough. They're gonna, he's going to be a playmaker. Why get him hurt? They're, they're probably sitting there going, this is what he is, and this is what he isn't. C.J. Stroud and, and Bryce Young are going to take some leaps in the pocket here because they are really classic pocket quarterbacks. 
Anthony Richardson is not. He's a playmaker. So why get him hurt? So you, I think the Colts are basically saying, we know he's going to give us a lot of wow. There's going to be a lot of Josh Allen. Uh, he's not nearly as refined as Cam Newton was coming into the NFL. I think he's going to look a lot like Josh Allen. You're going to get 10 to 12 rushing touchdowns, a lot of wow, jumping over people, running through people, and he's going to complete about 55% of his throws in the pocket. And I think the Colts know it. So why get him hurt? Like, we know what he's going to be this year. We're going to be about a six-win team, hopefully five to seven wins in that wonky division. Let's not get him hurt. So I think they're kind of admitting this year's an experiment. We know what he is. We know what he's not. And he's, he's, the big, he's the car in the driveway at Christmas. He's not a stocking stuffer, right? There's no reason to kind of poke around and see what you have. You know what you have. It's something big. Uh, element of surprise is going to be big here. And, I, and I'll say it again. I think one of my favorite underdog bets week one is the Colts at home against the Jaguars because the Jaguars' defense is okay, and they have no idea what this offense is going to look like. And Shane Steichen saying, I'm not going to give you any hints. I'm not going to give you any hints on what it looks like. All right, so here's the other thing. So Jimmy Garoppolo looked pretty sharp. First start since uh, way back when, when he got hurt. And uh, I have this weird feeling. So I, I understand the way it works in pro sports. If you don't win, you're a loser, you get fired. But even Belichick and Greg Popovich last couple of years have struggled to win. You need personnel. So the Raiders are a really interesting team. We don't love the ownership. Uh, but they have a new front office, a new coach from New England uh, where they had a lot of success. Uh, here's the other things we've noticed in the preseason. They have the best backup quarterback in the league potentially in Aiden O'Connell. I know I'm not, to go, not supposed to go hypey here. That kid is a backup, looks tremendous. He's out of Purdue. I think he was a three-year starter. He's got a big arm, nice player, two-year starter, nice player, throws a great ball. Not going to run around a lot. That's not what he does. Confident, nice arm, accurate. I think he's looked great. So that's what we know. We also know they've blown out the Rams in San Francisco, so the energy has been great. Um, they're playing with a ton of focus and a ton of intensity in the preseason. So here's the question what we're all asking about the Raiders. Can Josh McDaniels coach? Well, here's, here's the issue. There's three boxes he checks, and they're important boxes. Belichick respected him enough to give him the offense for over a decade. That's a big box to check. Belichick doesn't just give the offense for long, sustained periods of time to a guy that he doesn't think is smart. So Belichick, for 10-plus years, said, you run the offense. We also know Brady loved him, absolutely loved him. Well, Brady had problems with coaches down in Tampa. He didn't have any problems with Josh McDaniels. We also know, and this matters, he's verbal. He obviously interviews well. The Colts have offered him a job. The Raiders offered him a job. Apparently, he goes into a room and he can sell himself. So, you know, now he got frustrated with Derek Carr, but I was told two weeks ago by somebody in that organization, a lot of people were getting frustrated with Derek Carr. You know, he wasn't for everybody. So, Josh McDaniels is not a rigid, old, defensive coach. He's not one of these guys that struggles to communicate. There's a lot to like. Belichick absolutely trusted him. Brady loved him. He's verbal. He interviews well. We just don't know about this organization. There's two coaches in this league right now that I think are actually very good, but they're not winning. Uh, I think uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta, I think, is a pretty good coach. Well, he's not winning. And then Josh McDaniels in Vegas, I think, is a pretty good coach. 
and he's not winning. But it should be noted, the Raiders' defense, since he's been there, has been awful. He didn't draft it, and he doesn't coach that side. At some point, you can't blame the offensive coach because the defense can't make stops. Now, Brandon Staley with the Chargers, as the Chargers' defense struggled, blame Brandon Staley because he's in those meeting rooms. He's a defensive coach. But I, I watch Atlanta, and I watch the Raiders, and the Raiders were like in four overtime games last year. They were competitive in a lot of games. And the other thing is, you have to be careful about who's a winner and who's not. Bill Parcells, big tuna, one of the smartest guys that's ever coached in this league, has won 57% of his games. He's a legend. 57%. Pete Carroll's won 59%. He's a legend. Kyle Shanahan, considered a genius offensively, has won 53% of his games. So it, it, it's just easy to say win more games. Andy Reid got fired by Philadelphia and used to get bagged, I mean, just dragged all over the place because he wasn't good with clock management. Now he's considered the smartest coach in the league. Why? Because he wins more. So I, I, when Josh McDaniels got the job in Denver, he was only 33 years old. My guess is he was a kid. He wasn't ready. He was too cocky. <laughs> okay. He's not the first young person to get a job and he's not quite ready. The franchise has not been that capitalized, right? It had to move. Uh, the defense is a mess. They fired Gruden. They fired the GM. It's, it's, it's even a five-star chef needs some produce to work with here. So I, you know, they've looked good in the preseason. Garoppolo, when he's upright, is good. They have excellent offensive weapons. They appear to, in the fourth round, have gotten a kid out of Purdue, two-year starter, Aiden O'Connell. Dude can play. Like, you're backup now. He's free, and he can play. So I, it, and it's easy to say it's a tough division. Is it? Do we trust the Chargers? Do we know what Denver is? Keep your eye. The Raiders are fascinating to me. It's, if you have a great edge rusher, a competent quarterback who's been to a Super Bowl, star back, star weapons, that's a lot of the boxes to check offensive coach. There's a lot of things they have which other teams don't have. And in 2023, they have a good left tackle, a good edge rusher, star weapons, star back competent quarterback, offensive coach. That's a lot of boxes that win 10, 12 games in this league. I was looking into Aiden O'Connell last night. He turns 25 on September 1st. This is not some kid just out of college. You know, he was at Purdue for a while. He's married, got married to like his college sweetheart. And this kid had like no Division I offers at all out of high school. That's like one of those red flags. Like, oh, this guy's been working his butt off, ascending, tireless. I'm just, they love him. And did you see what number he's wearing with the Raiders? Yeah, Derek Carr's. Derek Carr's been gone for like five minutes and he's already got his jersey? I was stunned. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and decovis is your stop before attending your next concert decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more all decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Where Colin was right? Russell Wilson is not washed. He looked fast and elusive. They had one really nice designed run. Sean Payton saw him in that first series and said, okay, you don't need to play anymore. I know a lot of people, he's not your guy, he's cringy. The bottom line is, he's still a really good athlete. Outside of Michael Vick and Cam, he's the third leading rusher ever for a quarterback. He's not washed. He's going to be okay. He lost weight. Sean Payton saw enough. Shut him down. He's going to be fine. Where Colin was wrong. Well, Jordan Love was pretty good. I'm not sure what he is. I, I feel there's some game manager here. He's yet to, in 18 dropbacks, face one pressure, and that's a credit to the Packers. They do offensive lines really well. Um, but so far, he's got 125 passer rating, really nice throw down the sideline. He's got a lot of time to throw. You know what? He's got good size. He moves pretty well. That's a smart move there. He slides at the right time. I don't know what I'm going to get. I really don't know what I'm going to get. Um I want to see a little more juice. They open up with Chicago. Can he go toe-to-toe and be dynamic against Justin Fields? I have my questions, but he deserves credit. I didn't think he played. I thought last week he missed that Musgrave underneath route. That was bad. I looked pretty good. Where Colin was right? Well, I said a month ago, two months ago, here's all I care about with the Jets. Can they get the O-line right? Well, Robert Sala in hard knocks, His number one concern was the offensive line. Now, in fairness against the Bucs, Mekhi Becton, 19 pass-blocking snaps, it says here, and did not allow a sack. That is the best news of camp, (laughs) okay? Because if he has to just be a right tackle, that's fine. 
Dwayne Brown left. He can't be a bust or they're in big trouble. So, but this has been, we we keep saying, folks, there's a lot we know about this team and a lot we don't know. The tackle situation, you can't be bad at tackle in this league. The Kansas City Chiefs were bad at tackle for a game in the Super Bowl, and Mahomes got destroyed. You can't be bad at tackle in the NFL. Where Colin was wrong. Uh, My optimism for the Rams appears to be misplaced. (laughs) They have been run over. Boy, I'll tell you what. When you take Aaron Donald out of this defensive line, they're young and they're small. Um, Yeah, maybe Vegas has it right. I've tried to be really optimistic, but they look overwhelmed on the defensive front without Aaron Donald. Completely, utterly pushed around in the two games we've seen him. Where Colin was right. Sam Darnold looks like. The best quarterback for the Niners. Listen, I was too high on Darnold, but he looks better than Brock Purdy, and he looks better than Trey Lance. He's big athletic. He's completing 73% of his throws with a passer rating at 96. I've always said, Jets and Carolina, they were both a mess. You got to have the right coach. I mean, Tom Brady got tired of Bruce Arians, was 7-5 and five in that first year. He eventually moved upstairs. Then he got Todd Bowles. It didn't work. Like, it's, you got to have all the components to be great in this league, and Sam didn't have them. He's not perfect, but he's also way too good to be a third stringer. Sam Darnold's had the best camp for those quarterbacks. Where Colin was wrong. Let's give Daniel Jones a little bit of love. He was crisp in his first start in the preseason. I'm not a huge Daniel Jones fan. You know that. Uh, and Carolina was missing their two best defensive linemen. But Brian Daybowl's a sharp offensive coach. Um, he got to the playoffs. He looked crisp. We know he's a big guy. We had Golden Tate on here a couple of weeks ago, and Golden Tate said he can make all the throws. His problem, paralysis by analysis. He thinks too much. But he looked good in his opener in the preseason. Let's give him credit. Where Colin was right? Aiden O'Connell. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. My staff is all making fun of me because I'm like, I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback, probably not, but he's big, he's confident, he throws a really nice ball. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice player. And I called two executives in the league last. Let's look at that. It's a nice throw. I called two execs, and I said, well, what do you make of Aiden O'Connell? And they both said, listen, he's not a big mover, but in terms of sitting back and throwing darts, he can absolutely start a few games in the NFL. I love me some Aiden O'Connell. We saw it last week. He was good again this week. Where Colin was right. Joel Embiid, trade demand coming soon, according to a report. I just don't buy Philadelphia. I never bought into trust the process. I don't buy into James Harden teams in the playoffs. I would trade Embiid. He's never won a second-round playoff series. He's hurt too much. He can be noisy. I know he's great, but the MVP vote was anti-Jokic more than pro-Embiid. And... This thing's like, I'm sorry, they're not better than Boston culturally. They're not better than Milwaukee. If Miami lands Dame Lillard, they're not better than Miami. I think Cleveland's a fascinating team. I also think the Knicks could be a great landing spot. But this thing feels like they're blowing up. How many times has Philadelphia blown up in the last six, seven years? They keep firing coaches. (laughs) It's always the coach's fault. Maybe Embiid's not what everybody says. Maybe he's just a stat monster who you can't trust in April and May. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. 
He does some serious XM, covered the NFL for 20 years exactly. NFL Network insider and reporter Tom Pelissero is nice enough to join us today. Tom, okay, let's start with my hype. And I, I know I'm overboard here, but there is something fun, Tom, when you see a young quarterback. And, you know, Brock Purdy's story. We've had these Dak Prescott. And all of a sudden you're like, we, we got to start quarterback. Now, I don't think Aiden O'Connell's that. But you're smiling. He's something. He's something, right? There's no question. I go back to, Colin, the work that I do before the draft every year, talking to the coaches and scouts around the NFL about all the top quarterbacks and the pluses, the minuses on everybody. With Aiden O'Connell, he did have a lot of fans within the league because he's got a good enough arm. He's good in terms of accuracy. He has a good feel for the passing game. He's got good feet, too. The only thing that he really couldn't do was move. You know, the mobility was the biggest question. He's a classic NFL pocket passer. Well, who does that sound like the profile on? Another guy who went later on in the draft, Tom Brady. I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell <laughs> is Tom Brady, but, of course, that's Josh McDaniel's foundation going back to New England. He worked with Tom Brady for a long time. You see some similar traits in terms of how he plays within the rhythm. He plays, knows where the football needs to go. He can move well enough. No, he's never going to take off and run on you, but his mobility within the pocket He's got a pretty good feel for it. So, absolutely, this is going to be one of those fun stories to keep an eye on. He's not going to beat out Jimmy Garoppolo in this camp, but somewhere down the line here, we could be talking about Aiden O'Connell being something. So, I watched Russell Wilson, and my thing I've been on all year is he's not washed. You can't go from four 100 quarterback ratings to can't play in the league unless you had a debilitating injury. And part of it was, and I don't know the answer to this, he just didn't run, and he did put on weight. Well, I watched him this weekend, Tom. He was elusive. He was he looked much twitchier, and I'm like, Sean Payton watched that and sent him to the bench. Like I feel like Payton's like, okay, I got that. We're fine here. That's what it felt like to me. How about you? The weight was a significant thing last year that probably didn't get talked about enough because for whatever reason, Russell Wilson came in a lot heavier than he'd been in the past. The other part that we don't talk about, no, he didn't have a debilitating injury. He had a bunch of injuries last season. He had a lat strain at one point. I want to say he had a calf. He had something else that popped up at midseason. And then just a a flat-out uncomfortability in Nathaniel Hackett's offense. I think all those things really made Russ not look like the player that we've seen in the past. Now, my biggest point of curiosity, and we really won't know this until we get into regular season games, is can Russell Wilson now play the position the way that Sean Payton wants the position played? You think about what Payton did in New Orleans for a long time with Drew Brees. It's, I'm going to scheme guys open. I'm going to have a guy open on this play. Just get it out on time to the right player. Russell Wilson's history has been he's a really good off-schedule quarterback. Get outside the pocket when he needs to make plays down the field. Can they find that mesh point here where all these things work out? I'm going to be keeping an eye on it, absolutely. It's one of the big stories in the NFL this season. So the Niners were pretty aggressive. They sought out Darnold. They signed him pretty early in free agency. So Shanahan, from what I can tell, Brock... Trey and Sam he wants some mobility he does want the ability to move the pocket and all three of them can move but the other thing is what Kyle really likes is I'm going to scheme a play accurately get rid of it fast and it's just not what Trey does at this point I don't view him as a bust but I view him for this roster now is a bad fit that's I, I I don't watch him. In, I mean, he's big enough. He moves. Bit of a power thrower. It doesn't feel like he's overwhelmed or tiny. Where are you on Trey Lance and where they're at at quarterback? 
Trey Lance was always a projection going back to when he was coming out of college because he just hadn't started that many games. He ran a pro-style offense, but it was a really run-heavy type of an offense. And in a league where they were physically overmatching everybody that they went up against, he hasn't started a lot of football games. He had the COVID year where he had one start, then obviously he's had injuries since he got to San Francisco here. I don't know that we really have a full understanding right now of what Trey Lance is going to be, but if you're Kyle Shanahan, and you feel like the rest of your roster can win a Super Bowl right now, you frankly don't have a lot of time to be trying to work through some of those basic <laughs> growing pains with a young quarterback. Now, Brock Purdy stepped in, the last pick in the draft, came out of Iowa State, where, again, he had some foundation in the type of offense that he's playing in the NFL. He came out and played really well out of the gate. So he's QB1 going into this thing. There's not really a true competition here. They did sign Sam Darnold early on in the offseason because they didn't know at that point. Purdy, I think, had just had surgery or was about to have surgery. They didn't know if the elbow would be ready to go. Now, obviously, if they get into game situations, it looks like Brock's got some more of the rust to kick off. Then we'll see exactly what happens here. But you know, when we talk about Trey Lance, too, and everyone wants to say, when's he going to get traded? The 49ers have to move on. If you gave up the amount of draft capital that the 49ers did to go up and get Trey Lance, Right now, you are selling at the absolute basement if you yeah. move on from Trey Lance. And on a team that, Colin, if anybody in the NFL knows you might need three quarterbacks to get through a season, it, it's going to be San Francisco. You know, uh, there's two things that will help a young quarterback, I think, more than any. If you have a smart, young, progressive offensive coach, somebody that puts their arms around you, some of these defensive coaches, Brian Flores couldn't get along with Tua, Zimmer and Kirk Cousins, there is value to a young offensive coach. Generationally, we're close in age. McVay, Goff, I'm going to put my arms around you. So Matt LaFleur provides that for Jordan Love. The second thing that matters, Mitch Trubisky in this division won it when he had Matt Nagy. And that was a decent Bears O-line. PFF had it at 11 by the end of the year. Well, Green Bay hasn't given up a pressure in 18 dropbacks. So I'm looking at Jordan Love, and I'm like, I don't know if I love him. Smart young offensive coach. Going to have plenty of time to throw. I, I mean, it's, it's set up for him to work. The question is, Tom, at what level? What do you expect? Like, what, what is working here? I would tell you this when it comes to Jordan Love, and I went through Packers camp in the, in the second week that they were in training camp, and after watching Aaron Rodgers on that same practice field for, you know, basically I covered him for 16 years. He was there for 18 years, but Rodgers might be the greatest practice player I've ever seen because he can make every throw from every arm slot, every body position, and it's just this little motion, and he flicks it out there, and he can put it on a dime. With Jordan Love, it's not just the quarterback here starting over with a new starter. It's also the fact that every receiver on the roster is in either their first or second year. Yeah, They got two rookie tight ends that are going to play a lot. And they haven't had the cornerstone of their offensive line, David Bakhtiari, participating on about half the days through the course of camp. And he's been dealing with a knee injury for the past several years here. If Bakhtiari can still play, if he can go out there and give you 70 snaps every week, He's still a top 10 type of a oh, left yeah. tackle in the yeah. NFL, but that's an unknown right now for Green Bay moving forward. Everything else, they've done a good job, I think Matt LaFleur has, going all the way back to March, of setting the expectations at a certain level for Jordan Love. Listen, when Aaron Rodgers took over in 2008, they went 6-10. and 10. Yeah. He showed enough that they extended him during the season, but even that group, they were bringing everybody off of an NFC Championship game appearance in 2007. With Jordan Love, you're in a little bit more of a transition. You're really long, young at the offensive skill spots. You know that Jordan Love's got everything in terms of the make it, makeup. He can throw it. 
He can move when he needs to. He's not a running quarterback, but you saw him get out and scramble a little bit last week. They don't know where the ceiling is at this point, but after three years watching him every day in practice, certainly they are hopeful, if not optimistic, that Jordan Love is going to step in and show immediately that he could be an NFL starter. Finally, Tom Pelissero for our radio audience joining us. He's doing a great job here and has for years. Is that I thought it was a little hyperbolic. The media, the running backs, they're not getting paid. And my takeaway is, listen, folks, it's called analytics. I watched basketball where power forwards went from valuable to you couldn't have them on the floor in three-year period. It's like running backs now, second contracts, the analytics show you they're not ideal. But I did say, you know, there are moments, Josh Jacobs is one of these, where I'm like, they're not great at quarterback. Um, most of their talents on offense, they have to outscore people. He's great. Um, I, there was a moment a couple weeks ago I thought he was holding out what's going on with that? Because I kind of feel like I watch them and I think they they got some offensive pieces here. They got to get him back in camp. Where are the Raiders on Jacobs? Right now, I mean, there have been discussions certainly recently between Josh Jacobs' agent and uh, the Raiders, but at this point, there's nothing imminent in terms of him turning up for camp. Now, you go back to how the Saquon Barkley situation played out. He ended up signing before the start of camp yeah. because, obviously, Barkley knew that he was always going to show up. He thought that gave him the best opportunity to come back and have a really good season and hit the market or potentially get tagged a second time uh, come next March. And he came back for about $900,000 in incentives. I think that the Raiders ultimately would go into that type of a neighborhood for to try to get Josh Jacobs back. I don't know. This is just my opinion, but I don't know that Josh Jacobs is willing to come back if that's the type of setup that he would have on a new contract. Now, there could be other things that the Raiders could do. They could, for instance, say, we're not going to tag you in 2024. That would move the needle a lot more, I believe, uh, for Josh Jacobs. But right now, you're right. He's a really important piece. The league's leading rusher, played through all sorts of injuries yes. last season on a Raiders team that, listen, for whatever you look at their record was last year, they've still got Devontae Adams. They've still got Max Crosby on defense. They've still got some dudes on that team. You're in a really tough division with the Chiefs and then the Chargers on the come up right now. We'll see what happens with Sean Payton in Denver. But you would think you would need your horse in camp here. I would anticipate this, is, this ramps up here over the next week or two. But I'm not willing, Colin, right now to sit here and say that Josh Jacobs is definitely back with this team, much less on the field when it comes to that opener in week yeah, one. Yeah, they've looked so good in their first two preseason games. You, I can guess in that locker room, guys are like, just get him back here. Uh, interesting, interesting year for the Vegas Raiders. Uh, Tom, absolute pleasure having you on. Love to do it again, and thank you. Great work at the NFL Network. He's an insider, a reporter, does draft stuff all year round. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Colin. You got it. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport 
is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.